What's going on, Radio Free Instant Fan listeners, and welcome to episode 136 of the Radio Free Instant Fan podcast, a gaming podcast. My name is Michael. I got my co-host Derek here. Going to say what's going on, Derek. What's going on, everybody? We also have powerful Scott. Going to say what's going on, Scott. What's going on, Derek? Ah, fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> my name's Derek. I like to party. <laughs> what? No, Don't I'm Derek. Fast, you like the party. <laughs> and that voice you hear right there is a uh, powerful Vince. Going to say what's going on, powerful Vincenzo Vincente. Oh <laughs> you know, at one time on this show, you never you said you would never call him powerful. You remember that? It's been a. We've all grown. We're all adults now. <laughs> we like. <laughs> don't even speak for yourself you're the least adult (laughs) i'm pretty sure we've all are uh, you sure though 100 percent positive (laughs) all i know is you put me and michael on the same video game and we're both nowhere near adults (laughs) uh, yeah it's pretty rough that's good it's uh it's no fun for anybody else in the game that's for sure especially like i have this like tiny sliver of compassion when playing games and Vince makes sure that that just goes straight out the window every single time. Like, complete and utter just resistance to friendliness. And uh, we also have powerful Ryan. Go and say what's going on, Ryan. What's happening, guys? And he's got some special guests with him, too. Yep, so I have Matt Kane here with me. Hello. And I have Philip. Do you want to be called Philip or Phil? Let's go with Phil. We'll go with Phil. Phil's with me. How's it going, y'all? Boston Phil. And Ryan is broadcasting out of his gaming barn right now, like he did last week. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything printing in there, or is it just kind of like... What are we printing Asheron arms yep. for yes. Titanicus for Matt? With the last dregs of the resin. So he can be the... What, what, what's the goal? To be the only person in the UK with Asheron arms at the, uh, the Geno 5-2 event in July? Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's, there's a... Uh, the Ophium boy, it's an, it's a, an event that uh, GNFI2 are running, it's going to be a, my first event I'm able to play with, with my new custodies of Talents of the Emperor Army and also my Adeptus Titanicus, which I'm really looking forward to, it's going to be great fun. So you're uh, printing them on the Anycubic Photon or? Yes. Nice. nice. What did I, I printed, what, a shitload of Warlord Arms. Shitload of Warlord Carapace weapons. Mm-hmm. Ton of Asher arms. Warhounds. Containers, shipping containers yeah. for training. That's just me, but for everyone else. Yeah, dude, I printed... Let's just say I, I make more Titanicus now than Forge World does. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, You're going to... What's going to happen whenever you make it back to the airport, Matt, and the uh, certified Games Workshop employee is like checking your luggage as i assume they do <laughs> what, what happens at that point so you know. just pocket sand <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't, don't know anything don't ask no questions tell no lies <laughs> no that's cool but those are all arms that they don't make right the, like i don't know right. anything about so, titanicus so. And, uh, yeah and uh our special friend michael knows who i'm talking about i don't know if i should name names or not he's beautiful he's a great man Beautiful, great man. Or woman. <laughs> or woman. I mean, it is 2019. He could be whatever he wants from minute to minute and be okay with that. Uh, so, anyway, he's made special carapace weapons that are available in the game, and there are rules for that don't have models and stuff yet for different things and also arms for things and all that. So we printed all that up. So 
the people who came here this weekend and visited will now be able to go forth into the world with items that no one else has to play in Titanicus events, which is pretty funny. That's so rad. This is the level of, uh, dude, like I've been looking at like some of the things that once again, um, what is that company called? Legio models makes. And then, uh, as well, tarot model maker has just like been printing up stuff. And then pop goes. The monkey is like upped his game to make redemptor Leviathans. Yeah, I saw that conversion kit. It looks pretty dope. It's it's so wild where we're at right now with these 3D printers just popping stuff up. Especially with uh, Pop Goes the Monkey because he can just go, I designed this, boop, and then it just comes on the way. The special guy that Ryan's talking about, he also does that just like in his garage. Like just designs up, pushes a button, and then he's like, yeah, this is a part nobody's ever fucking seen before, but seems to go along with the game. It's just... It's so wild to me. You weren't you weren't fucking lying. That Legio model models guy is like pumping out brand new shit like every week. Every week he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, did you guys want some chaos shit? There it is. Get done." And it's like stuff that like nobody's asking for. Like some, <laughs> yeah. somebody doesn't send it. Like, "Hey, I would like an Ultramarines, uh, Ultramarines night, please." And I'm like, "Well, we made one." Like it's just like every week he's like, "Hey, I thought this would look cool." Bloom, 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 bloom. And it's like Jesus Christ. Here's a shitty space marine chapter after sharks. We're gonna make a night after it. There you what's, go, bro. What's so, <laughs> what's so crazy is they uh, they pump them out so fast that they get them into resin. They get them into the night, and then they don't have somebody to paint them to make you want it. Like it's just like straight up, just like here's the shit we had. And, like we just sold fifty of them, but like I have yet to you see one of those. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm dropping that hint. <laughs> <laughs> I saw there's a professional painter on the podcast. So I was like, I was like, yeah, man, no, they need a painter. They definitely. I have yet to see one of those badass kits painted. I've only seen the resin versions of them, and like, but those kits are with the knights are insane, and they definitely that Ultramarines one, dude. I would love to see that bitch painted. Well, I don't know if I can keep up with the uh, the amount that's coming out, but if I get free stuff. I'll for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I like to hear. Because I just want to see it painted. I'll send you free stuff. I'll send you one of those kits. Don't expect it back or anything like that. Just send it your way. Either that or some of the Pop Goes the Monkey stuff. Like, if you paint that, if you paint those Redemptor Leviathans, that would sell so fast. Mm. I, I also know quite a few other people that are quite good painters now. But <laughs> they might have just happened to sit at a really cool class. Learn <laughs> some really funky things. I kind of wonder what a uh, uh, like. I've never, I've never had to like. I've never talked with anybody who ordered any Shapeways stuff to the UK. So I don't even know if they have like a dedicated printer specifically in the UK or. Do you know? Have you ordered anything for Shapeways, Matt? Um, no, but I do know a few people with printers. Okay. So maybe they could. I wonder if. Okay, speaking of man, let me see something real quick. Because uh, Matt Schweitzer with Pop Goes the Monkey, he has a Patreon now. And for $2 a month, I know you get advanced... Uh, advanced... STLs? ST, I don't, but I don't know if you get STLs or if you get, like, advanced orders on STLs. I'm going to look right now. Because if it's STLs, man, then, well, we'll just do that. We'll just join up right now. And send you some uh, send you some STLs your way. Uh, let's see here. Eat 
do you get full access to everything he has on Shapeways if you sign up for his Patreon? So you get early access to his new product line, be the first to get my latest creations a month before anywhere else, access to my Patreon community tab. No, it's just, I think he just, like, gives you secret links before he releases it to the public. Uh, request an alteration to an existing symbols in his $5 line. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's it. So, you just get to order it first, so you don't get to actually print it. Look at those. I mean, that'd be, like, giving away the cow, though, right? Yeah, it would be. I mean, other creators do it. There's, like, a, there, there's a few creators that you can just go, like, put in five, ten dollars a month, and you get that month's STLs they worked on, and they send it to you. But Pop Goes the Monkey is, like, specific only to Warhammer, so, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those weird things. Whereas, like, you'll get, like, a bunch of, like, cultists and shit that aren't Warhammer-related with, like, that Duncan, Duncan dude and stuff like that. I do, man. I do like these new uh, these Leviathan armor plates. I don't, but it turns a Redemptor into a Leviathan is yeah. what they do. Yeah, he's got a conversion kit. What's the Redemptor, that Primaris thing that looks like the Robocop bad guy? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Let's you buy a Redemptor, the Snap Fit Redemptor, and then yep. you can turn it into a Leviathan. Cool. Stuff we didn't even know we wanted, and here it is. <laughs> Let's do some hobby progress. I want to talk about class. Okay, okay. Do it. We'll do everybody else, because we're going to be along. We're going to talk. We're going to talk the rest of the show. We're going to let you guys pretend you have hobby progress, and then we're going to really lay on the hobby progress. Is I've anyone got a... Scott frozen, intently looking at the screen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Philip Rivers laser face we're getting with frozen. Like I had that for the last five minutes. I thought everybody. <laughs> Scott had a mini stroke, and he will be back with us shortly. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll be back. Uh, yeah, I have a cool story that I will that I will tell, but. Who wants to start with their hobby progress? Vince, what you been working on, man? Tell us. I've been working on this Warhound Titan. So today I did, like, my own uh, diamond pattern on that bad boy. Using some Tamiya paint. Uh, the Tamiya fucking masking tape. And then I also, uh, they don't have the, they don't have a lot of transfers right now in Forge World for, like, the the Legios. So I designed and printed my own Legio Zastio Bats symbol. Using my 3D printer, so I got that going on. Oh, hell yeah. It's really blurry. Make it not blurry. We want to see it. Put it, like, right next to your face. There you go. Now we can't. Now you got to lean your... What is it with this blur effect? It's, uh, it's, it's Skype's new thing. It's, like, one of the things that asks you when you set up your camera if you want it to blur the background. And hence. We don't. It looks... Oh, it looks good from oh, where I can see oh. it. 3D printed it. 3D printed it. Okay, cool. That's cool. That is cool. It's rad as hell. So I did that, and then I also did it for one of the, the leg shields, I guess, the leg armor plates. So I did a little pattern, and then I also printed a smaller, well, I printed a smaller symbol, and then glued it on there. And I've just been working on that all day. But it, it's kind of like the old uh, medallion things that Ford World used to make. Remember, mm -hmm. they made the Mechanicum logo, and yeah. they made some other ones on that bad boy. Dual Vulcan? Baby, that's rocking. That that's hilarious. I don't think I've ever seen a dual Megabolter one. 
He says, fuck your void shields. <laughs> okay, I can do nothing else. Get somebody else in here who can do work. This is my this is my centurion army, Vince says. <laughs> well, Kurt, uh, me and Kurt are doing the doubles thing for AJ's event, and yeah. we're both we're both rocking Warhound Scout Titans. So I'm doing twin bolters and he's doing twin turbo laser destructors. Okay, so you got an anti-tank one and an anti-infantry one. Exactly. So you're going to have to be in mega dickheads. I was going to say, at least one of them is going to be in a dick. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that he's running dual mega bolters, it's fine for the other one to run dual turbos. It would have been the mega dick move for you guys just to be like, Four turbo lasers. <laughs> well, I think I think his point is like I think Vince is like let me shred off all your void shields, and then the other one's like let me turbo laser off everything else, and so I can get those big just hits. Like, it's like, just like Brian had this reaction as soon as he saw the two the two bolters, right? The same reaction you had when I went up against the wall and all I dropped was a Spartan on the table. You were like, I'm not going to worry about this, right? <laughs> all right. He, yeah. he had the same reaction. So they're going to be worrying about Kurtz with the twin turbo laser structure and all that D-weapon bullshit. Next thing you know, my, my Warhound Scout Titan's right in front of your face assaulting you and doing all these stomps. And then you're fucked. Well, now you've given away your secret plan. Now we have to hold on to the set. Yeah, but nobody pays attention to me, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't cheese when you show your list off. <laughs> and make sure you don't title your list, Blast Blast, They'll Never Know Until I Stomp or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or, what, what was your list called, Michael? God, God Slayer list. And I was looking for a Primarch to play against. Yeah. <laughs> you had what was it, 8.0? Uh, yeah, God Slayer, like, 9 point something, something stupid. Yeah. Like, it was like every rendition of my God Slayer list. You literally wrote a list that did nothing but kill Primarchs. That's all that it did. Like, that was the fully the, the way it was designed. But it he, was like eight victory points as soon as I killed the Primarch and like whatever happened like no matter like if you lost a Primarch at that point like you could kill the rest of my army and it's like well you're not going to come back decapitation strike with a whole with a whole big like combo to just slaughter your Primarch on turn one and then it would yeah. score him a bunch of points and then that was all the list really did but he unfortunately titled the list God Slayer 9.0 and then everybody was like what the fuck does this mean and why is he always wanting to play against people with Primarchs I don't think I'll play this guy <laughs> yep. they're like let's just go ahead and keep our Primarch in reserve fuck <laughs> <laughs> what it's like, yeah we're just going to keep Mortarian in reserve and we're going to play this out it's like god damn it <laughs> like, <laughs> did you ever get to kill a Primarch with it oh yeah and all the test runs like it was just like like I killed uh, I killed Kurz and uh, and um, Angron with that like that one list, yeah. like just I killed uh, Kurz inside of a unit of uh, jet bikes with that yeah. list, which is just like swoosh, yeah. like it was straight up uh, uh, two units of Merdathan with their combi flamers. They flamethrower the. We had uh, one with Meltas and one with Flamers, because the Meltas broke the Spartan open, because they, yes. they, they they're rending Melta guns. Yep, yep, yep. So so the list was uh, Mordathan with uh, Kami Meltas, Mordathan with Kami Flamers, and then it was Cadus next before he got nerfed, and then uh, it was Decapitation Strike, and so what was cool about Cadus next was, and I actually played it before Forge World actually did the... Uh, before Forge World actually did the FAQ, uh, he has preferred enemy character because of 
decapitation yeah, strike. Right. Yep. And he was the only Moritat that that could get the benefit from the uh, uh, from the. He was the only Moritat with the rule that makes him not benefit from chapter yeah. specific uh, traits or whatever. Or yeah. From so right to war. So he got the benefit of the right of war to have preferred enemy character. So the way I had to play it was the only way for Cadus next to do his job was I had to kill everybody because he has preferred enemy character. So I had to kill everybody in the unit and leave only the Primarch in order for Cadus next to get his uh, preferred enemy. And then uh, but that's then he gets on a two re-rolling ones, right? Yeah, oh. baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you would shoot him like 130 sometimes before you run it yeah. was, dude. It's so fucked up. It was so ending, right? Yeah. Ending, too, right? Yeah. This is a fulcrum, fulcrum hand cannons. He didn't, it wasn't limited to the nine anymore. Like, you could get, like, 120 shots. Like, you had to do a lot to let that happen at the time. But, like, man, that was so fucking cheap. Just... Like, <laughs> like those fucking uh, those like Glock mags that are like that long. <laughs> so uh, those drum mags on Glocks, and then Horace just ow 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 ow. <laughs> so it's a funny list though, like it was a fun list. It worked, man. Like every single like my like it, up until like version like six. It was like guaranteed Primark was dead, and then I just like kept like tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, and it was uh, so basically it was Mordathan scouted forward. They infiltrated forward, then they scouted in their rhinos. They jumped out of their rhinos. They surrounded the Spartan. Uh, then they melt a gun the Spartan. The Spartan would open, and this was at the time everybody was playing Primarchs and Spartans. The Primarch would fall out of the Spartan like a, like he'd fall out with his sombrero and all of his guys would be there. Then all of the Mordathan would flamethrower him, the unit, and that's well, just the bodyguard. the bodyguard. So that's like 10 hits per guy. So it's like two units. So it's like 200 fucking hits on the unit rending. And then it's like. It's like bye later, uh, later Terminators, and then the the Primarch's always alive, and then Cadus next goes, it's, it's high, high noon, noon. <laughs> and then just ska 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 this one, it, it worked every fucking time until Adepticon, <laughs> and then and then it was like, hold on, <laughs> what does this list do? It kills Primarchs? Nah, <laughs> I'll hold Retarian, hold Retarian Reserve. <laughs> what? And like everything, like it, it would only work if you were there on the table first turn. I could drop pot in. I could scout where you were. It was just a pain in the ass. It didn't work on me. Pete tried doing that to my ass, and I had uh, what? Oh, Pete. I had endurance, uh, endurance and cursed earth Galvor back in a Spartan, and he killed like three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a son of a bitch. Yeah. But yeah, that was the Godslayer list. I don't even know how we got in on that. Oh, because Vince was uh, talking about his Warhound. Yeah. yeah. And other than like me and Kurt having two Warhounds, there is no synergy with our lists. Like I, my whole main goal was like I'm going like so where I live in the United States and where AJ's event is, it's like the complete opposite part of North America. Yes, like, yes, it is. Twelve hours by flying alone. So I was like, fuck. I need to bring as the least amount of models possible. So it's the Warhound Titan segment and just infantry dudes. And that's about it. 
You think about just shipping them, man? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm Canada's. Not, I'm not a smart man, as Forrest Gump would say. <laughs> gotcha. That's fair. That's fair. Always quote powerful Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tell a marine joke now. I'll leave it. <laughs> Uh, well, that sounds cool, man. I'm excited to see how that event goes. Yeah, uh, utter shit show. What, <laughs> what? When is that? When is that going down? It's uh, June the the week the second weekend in June, like June 8th or June 9th that weekend. Gotcha. So three weeks, maybe three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, somewhere around there. So it's it starts Saturday, and you do uh, two rounds on Saturday, and then the last round on on Sunday. But the last round on Sunday, you have to bring – so it's a doubles event, and the, the round on Sunday is 3.5K per team member. And then the first two games on Saturday are 2.5 per team member, so 5,000 and 7,000. Nice, nice. That's – at that, at that point level, I just – I don't even pay attention anymore. <laughs> Once you start getting over 4,000 points, I just kind of – Oh yeah, is my shit moving now? Okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. They're fine there. Well, see, that's why. That's why I was like, you know what? If I bring something with the least amount of models possible, I could have fun in a point level game like that. Because I look at it, with, I look at it this way: either you kill all my infantry dudes and I'm left with a titan, or you kill my titan and then all I have is infantry dudes not to do dick to your whole army. So it's just like you know, it's gonna end. It's gonna end well. It's either it's either gonna go really well or really bad. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Sorry, she wanted to get in on this. So, oh yeah, man, sounds good. <laughs> so, Derek, dude, what you been working on? Uh, I played a game of Dust the other week. Oh yeah, we started holding Dust Tuesday, man. Like uh, our local comic book shop decided to uh, to support the old Dust cause, and so now we have a uh, Dust Tuesday over at Legacy. Yeah, Cody ran through my ass with his uh, Cthulhu avatar things oh yeah just yeah, play just... scorpions if you want to stop that <laughs> well i didn't have desert scorpions i had mercenaries <laughs> he played nothing but mercenaries that's a bad day no matter what <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ i'm like everybody's like uh derek hey maybe you shouldn't do that maybe, maybe that should... reaction is why i'm gonna do that yeah we're like maybe you should play well, like the 30k uh, equivalent of playing all mercenaries so people out there understand uh, the 30k equivalent of playing mercenaries. Nothing, you would you would have all breacher. All, this is before pre FAQ, pre like fixes here recently. All breachers and all destroyers. Probably, probably playing uh, that right of war for the dreadnoughts. I guess where oh, <laughs> like yeah, it's just you lose points every time you a dreadnought dies. Like yeah, hell yeah. it looks cool because they're they're badass models. But then it's like, oh man, like they dreadnoughts are slow, and they. Uh, <laughs> it turns out maybe you shouldn't just bring a whole bunch of dreadnoughts. Yeah, it turns out that's not a good idea. It turns out maybe I shouldn't just bring mercenaries. But you know what? I did it anyway. Yeah, I had you, fun. You definitely need to take uh, some Japanese or something. It was just like anti anti tank is what fucked you, and like it's like Cthulhu is nothing but tank. Mythos is like nothing but big heavy monsters which count as tanks. And mercenaries right now aren't loaded out to handle tanks because they're supposed to be like a 
supplemental supplemental like but yeah. i don't know my 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 suggestion to derek was to take japanese like, like take one tengu say you're a japanese army and then just run nothing but mercenaries because it doesn't you can have all the mercenaries you want and then, you know, you just, like, squeeze a Tengu in. Or run two Tengus and then... Not or go. run two Tengus, Derek. But at I, mean, that point, I, I guess I could do that if I knew what I was doing. But Yeah. So okay. I picked Mercenaries so I didn't have to pick a faction. That's fair. You're right. Also, I figured at the time, there's a pretty good chance if I didn't play Dust, I could sell them off to, like, Josh. That's fair. You're absolutely right. Yeah, as far as hobbying goes, I really didn't get a whole lot done. I've been working on those rhinos for Cody. And other than that, I've been messing around with Mesh Mixer. I figure I've got enough time to do a really cool project before War Games Camp. So I just need to figure out... I'm giving myself to the end of the month to figure out what I want to do. Apparently Derek's the smartest guy I've ever met. Who knew? If he's figured out like how to do anything in Mesh Mixer other than split something in half... He's clearly the smartest person I've ever met. Yeah. Thank you. That's all I ever wanted to hear. Derek, like, secretly goes to his house at the end of the night and, like, YouTubes how to do stuff and then comes back. He's like, look what I designed. It's like, what the fuck, Derek? Like, what? <laughs> Is that not how everybody else does it? I guess so. YouTube, I guess. hey, hey YouTube, how do I do this? It takes 1.21 gigawatts and then you're back into time. Okay. Yeah, it's all <laughs> shit. I just, I just assumed when you left here, you got in your car, drove down to the end of the street, and went to hibernation. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just disappeared to the just, You disappear until like <laughs> you have to get reloaded because <laughs> we're talking. I've got to hit eighty-eight miles an hour so I can <laughs> jump into next week so we can record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I'm not good at it yet. I'm still pretty bad, but. I don't have, what, Fusion 360? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the other yeah that's one is. the good one. That's the one that I like. Yeah, that's the one I can't afford. So, Isn't there, like, a free thing? Or did they get rid of that? Um, if there is, I'm not smart enough to figure out how to get it. So get with uh, John Stanford. There's a free thing. You can get it free. Actually free, or are we not supposed to be talking about it this No, way? no, no, no. Like, it's like a, it's really, you sign up and you, like, say it's for at-home use to, like, learn it or whatever, and you get it free for a year. And then at the end of the year, you re-sign up and just continually do that. It, it, there's literally a drop-down box when you sign up and register. It says, like, I'm a hobbyist. And then you click on that, and then you fucking get it free. Here's yeah. a drop-down box that says, fuck us, right? <laughs> there it is, click. It's like, it's like WinWar. You never buy it. And you just get it just for me. Scroll through the price price tags until I find the free one. There we go. That's, yeah, dude, that's like, the one like I'm looking Like WinZip. It's like, hey, man, I see you've been using this for a while. And you've unzipped quiet. I'm fun. Like, oh, you're just going to keep going? You're just going to hey, So this was a 40-day free <laughs> trial. And it's been on going about three or four years now. <laughs> we see you have it installed on every computer in the company. Uh, can we? <laughs> you registered it with your real email address. <laughs> no, okay. That's like back in the day. You remember LimeWire? Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, and then they came out with LimeWire Pro, and you could just download LimeWire Pro off LimeWire. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that was. A... Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Check and mate. It's become sentient. It knows its own kind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I've got to show off. Well, that's fun. 
Sounds like you've had a good time. Yeah, I've just been getting ready for Memorial Day weekend at work, and that's been work. Yeah. Has it been rough? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. What happened to Scott? Is Scott still here? Or is he gone yeah. fully? I oh, there he is. Can you hear me? Yeah, we oh, hear okay. you. Hey, yeah, we that. just could see. You. I saw the SS, and I just assumed that. That's right, Schultz Daffel. <laughs> Listening to your calls, real good. <laughs> so, what you been working on, Scott? Man, so my buddy Brett in Canada, uh, he we worked out that sweet deal for the Tomb Kings, and they they actually got here um about a week or two ago. And he mailed me a fuck ton of those Wonder Bars, the peanut butter, chocolate, nice. and caramel candy bars. It's the best candy bar I've ever had. So I've been painting Tomb Kings and fucking eating a troubling amount of candy bars. Uh, I mean, my life is pretty full. I'm living my best life. Hey, but did, uh, you, did you get your first order of uh, Alfaria stuff? Yeah, man. Yeah. How do you like it? Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's really, really sharp. Lots of extra little bits and stuff like that in there too. I think I got another one coming pretty soon. So have super started, excited about that. Have you started getting his uh, emails yet? Since now you bought from him? Uh, not yet. I, it okay. might be going to my junk folder for some reason. I don't know. My my inbox is real racist, so anything I get from China goes straight to my junk folder. And no, he's actually, like, <laughs> it's weird because like he's not the normal type of guy like that. Like it's he's very 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 well. Cool. Dude, people are gonna talk so much shit about this episode. Like last time we mentioned, even mentioned a recaster. It was like <laughs> like. How dare you mention a fucking broadcaster on your episode? One star. It's like, oh my god, get out of here, dude. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you don't like me? Oh, fuck. Fuck. oh I'm sorry about capitalism. Pardon me, me and Scott have to go outside and commit subaku. Do it, Scott. Do it. Make the noise. <laughs> I must saw it. Dude, that'll really get the fuck in. <laughs> that'll get the news. <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, so doing that, um, I ordered these. Uh, I don't – it's a, it's a, not a company. It's like a painting studio, but it's called Rot Hand Studios. And they sculpted a set of Hyro Titan legs for um for what was going to be i guess the tomb king model before everything you know went to shit and they sold that design i think the bits low they spelled p-u-d-l-o and uh yep you can yep. buy that thing and what you do is you buy that and then you take the top half of the necro sphinx and you put it on you put it on the set of legs and it looks fucking awesome man it looks just like uh anyone saw the warhammer total war like tomb kings expansion uh trailer there's a giant pyrotite in there that doesn't look like a derpy bone giant like it looks like a big badass fucking stone statue it looks just like that so i'm going to do that a little version that thing and uh also next next sunday i'm going to be on uh voice of the golden throne talk some little shit with our friends up north about their upcoming stuff and talking about wargamer games so cool man powerful powerful aj 
Nice. And Teo. Oh, yeah. Like, while we're out there, AJ said that me and you, well, me and Hammer most likely going to call your voicemail line while we're fucked up. So, <laughs> looking forward to that. Yeah. That's how most people do it. <laughs> <laughs> really reminiscent on, uh, that's, on Heresy Camp. That's and, a Boys uh, of the Golden Throne tradition at this point. That, that very, very, very fun recording that y'all did there. Um, what are you talking about? I don't remember that. Yeah, nobody remembers that. <laughs> nobody remembers that. I mean, fucking, I think I saw Terrence McKenna's ghost. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for us to talk about class? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Go to town. School. All right. So we got Matt to come over here and teach us how to do, what do you call this? Advanced brush skills, character painting. It's just a character class. Character class. So we all painted Primarchs, and I think everyone painted a Horus except me and Rick. Yeah. So we were the special snowflakes. But in my defense, last year when the idea came up, it was a Primarch class, and then since so I already had one. I've been waiting for a year, almost well, not quite a year. What about six? It was going to be Horus. It was going to be, but I already had this guy built and went with this guy, and I'm glad I went with this guy. But. He painted anyway. his mask. He painted Mortarian's mask in a face painting class. Yes. I painted this head for this cool Ferris man's head for Scott. So oh, Scott, nice. Really nice. cool Ferris man's head. Is that the 40K Ferris Manus? Um, no, it's the actual Ferris Manus head. So, <laughs> Why so, did you have I, that laying around? Why did you have a Ferris Manus head like a lot? Like, oh, this guy. No, no, no. We had. To, <laughs> he had to make a. He had to make a base for his just had heads made for the class, like recast for the class. Just the head. Oh, okay, okay. Just because it's you know to to learn on just the head. So we had those, and then um, we did some power swords. Where'd those go? We got these cool power swords. We did. I, I'll put pictures up. They're. I think they're actually in our little chat. I'll send it to you, Vince, so you can see. Cool. But anyway, um, so we did uh, we did characters, we did power weapons, we did all kinds of shit. Um, it was mostly people who took his uh, tanks and infantry course last time, but we had a new few new people. Phil's one of the new people. He flew all the way in from Boston to take it, and um, I don't know, man, it was a good time. Probably my favorite class I've ever taken overall. Um, and I think I got a really good uh, model out of it. I mean, I'm sitting here while we're recording, finishing it up, because I want to get it done before I leave for Sweden, because I'm go heading out for LinCon in the morning. So we're just kind of chilling before then. So did you enjoy coming over and teaching it? Always did. I absolutely love it. Uh, every, everybody made the absolute most effort to make me feel very welcome. Um, the effort they put in was absolutely fantastic, and I think the results showed from it. We got some great finishes, um, even though some of them might just go and chuck the model in the bin afterwards. They've they've learned loads and loads of stuff from the glass, and it's going to show in everything that they paint from now on. Uh, Chris Bergeron, he uh, he painted his Horace, which is going into his son's Horace army, and he he got an amazing finish on it. It was absolutely outstanding. Um, Ryan's done a brilliant job on his. Uh, converted Mortarian as well, um, even if I've painted quite a lot of it. In fact, I've painted quite a lot on Chris Bergeron's and Ryan's, so it's going to be some really nice parts on it. <laughs> <laughs> Only parts, though. 
but yeah, the, res the results, <laughs> they're going to have great, great future models because of it. And Ryan's barn is, uh, is fantastic. It's like a hobbyist dream. And I've played more games here than what I have done in the last two years. So that's about three. <laughs> Add them up. Add them up. That's so what do you think of the class, Phil? I loved it. It was my first class I've ever been to, actually. Um, saw this on the Battle Barn Facebook page a couple months ago. Emailed Ryan today, can I make it out there? And he was extremely hospitable to me, so it was great to come out here. Um, loved the class. Really trying to take my game to the next level, and Matt did a great job teaching it, too. So I'm glad I came out here. And definitely want to do it again if he comes back out. Yeah. So we've actually been sitting here talking about him coming back out. We haven't made, like, obviously dates or whatever, but, you know, just making loose plans for him, you know, coming back next year and maybe even hitting the East Coast, you know, if we can yeah. get it set up and everything goes well. But, uh, man, it was just awesome. I, I, I can't express, like, we'll put, I'll put the pictures up on our, our Facebook page of just the class results just so people can see. Um, I, that's the other reason I want to get this Mortarian done to get some photos before I took off up for Sweden. Um, Michael, you saw some of the heads that the class put out, like just the heads. How, how many hours do you think we spent on that head, Matt? Five, six? Full day. Yeah, we, we'd had an eight-hour day, and that whole eight-hour day was just painting the one head to learn how to do. Two heads. Yeah, we did two heads. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, man. Usually when, like, people post up, like, uh, they post up the heads from these classes or they post up what they weren't working on, uh, a lot of the times it'll be the instructor's, like, model. It's like, this is where they could be. And it's like, when I saw that first Horus head come through. Two students on the class will get their models put out. Yeah. But like, the, the, the class is for everybody, so everybody should be appreciated. That's, that's the way I think of it. So whether it's a great result or a bad result, everybody who sits the class should, should get their face time for it. So, uh, yeah, I, whenever I saw like the one head on there, I just assumed it was your Horus <laughs> that, that you're posted up. And then uh, Ryan immediately posted like, all everybody's Horus and like Mortarion <laughs> and the Alpharius in there and I was like Jesus Christ they all look so fucking good <laughs> like what is going they all had that glow on the side and everything like, oh man such beautiful heads I, I had this uh, this moment when I was walking around the class day. We, we was painting power weapons today and uh, I went around after teaching everybody how to do the first first way of doing it and, and I just I looked at everybody and I was like wow this one's really good Wow, this one's really fucking hell. I must be doing something right here because <laughs> it was uh, it was remarkable. That's rad. That's uh, I saw the I saw the green power weapon on Ryan's Retarian scythe and all that jazz. And here, go ahead and talk shit. Go ahead. <laughs> like what? I, I don't know. Oh, what that, that, yeah, he, you know. Go ahead, <laughs> spell it out. Explain. So, so I had to literally beat Ryan into submission over uh, actually putting some color onto his model. So when uh, when I did it, did his cloak for the demonstration, uh, <laughs> I, uh, oh. I put a purple glaze in to, uh, to contrast the other colors around the model. And all I got for like the, the next two or three days was, you, you did my fucking cloak purple, man. I can't believe it. <laughs> you, you can't handle the color. So then we, we went and did a green power slide on it and trying to get him, no, I just want to do it silver, man. I just want, no, oh, bland. You just want to do it bland, a, a grand nothingness of no color, because that's what Mortarian is. So 
eventually I managed to get him to uh, do, do some colour into it and he did a green parasite and he thanked me afterwards so uh, so that can only be a good thing right I mean this is his cloak um, oh yeah oh yeah I've seen the cloak oh it's I great I sent photo- look at your phone Vince I just sent you photos of the photo oh, of everything yeah yeah that decal on it and everything just makes it pop man so good but like the fact that like it's all dirty and everything too yeah there was that one horse on there that had that real like deep red cloak that just like boom like it was so nicely painted uh in those pictures it was like a real rich red that like looked like actual flowing like velvet yeah well that that was what we was going for um but you know uh thor the the film Oh, you see his his cloak billowing out, and it's got that super super saturated red color on it. Oh and, yeah, and that was what I was trying to push people to do. As the whole class was about taking people out of their comfort zone to uh, to throw different colors in to make uh, transitions and, and uh, make the other colors pop, rather than just sitting in their comfort zone and going with a darker shade of this and a lighter shade of that. I, I wanted people to actually experiment with the colors to uh, to get some interesting going on on the models and it really worked Every, everybody turned around and said that they would never ever have thought of doing it in the past but they'll never ever go back to doing what they did before well, the metals were all shaded by different colors right like the mm. gold shaded with purples the silver shaded with blues the copper shaded with red and stuff it's just a really interesting way of thinking about color and thinking about how to use these colors to push your models to another level loved it yeah yeah it, you using contrast colors to uh, to complement all the colors around them. Um, uh, doing difference in borders and trims to what they would normally do. I mean, this this was the reason that we all did the same model because I happened to acquire some models for the class. And uh, hey, they could throw it in the bin afterwards. It didn't didn't matter to them whether it was any good or not, um, as long as they they learned something and pushed pushed themselves. But Actually, I think every single one of them left with the, the model and they were really happy with it. And they, they said, even after painting it for just a few days, it's the best thing that they've ever done in their lives, even though most of them weren't finished at the end. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I can't. Uh, what am I supposed to do from here? I, I won. <laughs> like, I can't. It's like, I guess I got to start a Sons of Horus army now. Hey, hey, Ryan, before I put my foot in my mouth, is this supposed to be energy glue on the back or copper oxidation on the blade? No, on the back, like the back, the back. Oh, back. that's copper oxidation. So oh, that's oh, copper. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to sound like a dickhead and be like, "Oh, that's really sweet copper oxidation you put on there." And they're like, "No, man, it's supposed to be energy glue or something." Yeah, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> well, all the copper on this model. The copper itself is made of four colors. So it's it ranges from like really dark to really light, and there's actually one of the colors that's a red in there, it's like a legit like red color. And then all the the oxidation is made of two different blues. So all the metal trim on the model is done in that way. So so the red contrasts with the blue with the oxidization. So that was the whole idea. When when I was trying to get him to put the red color in, he was like, "Oh, I don't know about that, man. I, I don't like it very much." And then when I, when I managed to, to actually I love do it, Indian accent. That's I, I fucking to, perfect. I, I had to keep pushing in to. Well, that sounds really bad. I had to keep uh, pushing home to him that he he could just trust me. I mean, I when I worked in Fordwood, I <laughs> you should just like always have your golden demon like inside your jacket. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, do you trust me? I've got a, two of these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, uh, when I worked at Ford Road and I did the first of the Primark series that I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a flex. You know what you <laughs> <laughs> He did it in such a bullshit way too. Like he should have just he should have just told Ryan, like, hey dude, shut the fuck up. Do you have foodies? No, you don't. Alright? Just look to what I'm trying to tell you. Well that, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Like, when I when I worked there and I did Ferris Manus, um I had Alfonso Herraldez, otherwise known as Banshee, uh sat in the class in the, the studio just next to me. And um, he was giving me a bit of advice and said, just uh, mix a bit of green into the skin tone. And I looked at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he said, do you trust me? Or uh, as in Alfonso's crazy mannerisms as, as he is, he, uh, do, do you fucking trust me, man? And uh, so of, of course, Alfonso, you've won everything. And he said, well, fuck what I say then. So uh, I, I ended up putting the screen in and it worked. And uh, when Ryan was sat there doing it and, and, and saying, oh, I don't know about this. And I said, well... Ryan, do you trust me? He said, yeah, well, fucking do what I say then. And he did. <laughs> uh, and uh, then we put the, the green uh, oxidization on, and that contrast with the red, it makes a really, really significant color contrast and makes it pop out on the model. I mean, it doesn't even have to be you telling Ryan, like, I got told two golden demons. It'd be like, hey, man, did you fucking pay me or did I pay, fucking pay you? <laughs> well, you know, it is like, hey, all right then. I catch myself doing this every class with him because, like, you know, obviously he's Forge World Studio Panel, all this shit. So I'm literally looking. I, I went to Forge World's website, right? You're looking at the Mortarian model? Painted, <laughs> took a bunch of screenshots to go off of, and he's the guy that fucking painted it, right? <laughs> I'm arguing with him on how to paint the model, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, you get done, and you're like, wow, that looks really good. And then I'm like, well, I shouldn't really be surprised. Maybe I should just quit arguing with Matt. But it is kind of fun to argue with him and have these little stories, right? <laughs> get it for the vine. It's like, I want it to look like this, Matt, and I feel like you're leading me away. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. These are some gorgeous pictures, though. Yeah, I saw Kurt Miles posted up a picture of his face in the Crusader host. And was just like, uh, okay, <laughs> like, this is the, one of the best heads I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, uh, there were some real, real good ones um, of, of the class, some real strong finishes. I was, I was very impressed by them. Um, unfortunately, most of them won't ever get used in a game, but um, at least they'll be able to take something from the, the, what they've done and, and put it into the future models that they do. Oh, yeah, for sure. They'll get used. They're just going to sell it on eBay saying it was painted by you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd do. Well, they, they have been writing all these notes down and taking step-by-step -step pictures the whole way through, and Chris Bergeron's been saying, yeah, he's going he's gonna to make a book and then give me about 2% of the, the royalties for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt, this is all we made. <laughs> oh, ching, ching. Dude, um, this red horse is badass. That's Jim. That's old yeah. man Jim. Who literally just sat there the whole time complaining and moaning, as Jim does. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I get to having to say, why the fuck are you so mellow and, and down on everything when actually you're producing really good results? But it, it, came, it came through at the end because he, he actually came up to me and said, Matt, 
I've been to several other classes and not a single one of them can, can touch you because of your teaching methods and the way that you do things. Everything just hits home and I learn so much more every time I come to one of your classes. So that, that's, you know, that, that sits pretty strong with me. Uh, Kurt turned around to me and said, he's like my favorite fanboy. He would never go to another person's class because he, he my methods are tried and, uh, tried and tested by the way that he has achieved things. And he, he he wouldn't ever go to anybody else because of it. And it, it does mean a lot when people say things like that to me because I don't do this now. I, I, I've, I stepped back from doing the, the painting classes a couple of years ago when I stepped down from, from MKA. And um, I, I kind of just, I just said to, to people, I'll, I'll come and help you if you want to run it, if you want to do a class and if, or if you want me to come there to do one, I'll come and do it. But other, other than that, I don't advertise, I don't plaster logos everywhere i don't put banners up all over the walls everywhere it, to, to me i'm i'm not i'm not fussed about any of that anymore I'm, I'm just fussed about everybody in the hobby community enjoying themselves and stepping up and going further it's uh it's everybody's community not for just certain people to shine that's the way that i see it yeah adepticon is going to have a whole bunch more <laughs> submissions next year it's like it's going to be a whole new circuit straight what? up that golden brush or crystal brush, man. Not Adepticon. Huh? They're not yeah. doing crystal brushes. Adepticon Wait, yeah, it's oh. gold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. the competition's real now. Check those. Uh, check that out, Vince. I just sent you some more pictures. Have you got Chris Berger on this one? Um, yeah, it's in the. I sent him the group photo of it. Here, I'll forward him the other one. Right here. So what else have y'all done? Have y'all done anything else other than painting classes? Did you go eat all the food like you did last time, or did you kind of... Yeah, I, I said on my way over here that I wasn't going to do it, knowing full too well that it was a complete and utter lie. Because uh, <laughs> literally, as soon as I got here, it was, Matt, have you eaten? No, but I want one of those drinks. And so it began. And every, <laughs> it's just every food you could ever possibly imagine. I've only got a fitness test on the, like, the 6th of June. Uh, um, I'm blatantly gonna fail, so that's <laughs> <laughs> life, isn't it? Hey, did you, Ryan, did you let that pork roll go bad in your fridge? <laughs> um, it's in the freezer. I put it in the freezer. You're missing out. You need to eat that, man. But I forgot about it, and then I was like, "Oh shit, that's in the free fridge," but it's in my freezer. What is it? A pork roll? A New Jersey pork roll or something? New Jersey pork roll. It's like only it's only made in Trenton. Well, there's two places in New Jersey in the whole United States that make it. There's Trenton, New Jersey, and then it's made up in North Jersey, and it's primarily two companies: Case, which is in Trenton, and then uh, Taylor Ham, which is in North Jersey. So if you're normal, Taylor. Yeah, if, good. If normal people like me, you, you call it pork roll, but North Jersey people say it's Taylor Ham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so check this out, man. It's funny that you actually bring this up and. I mean, we're going to, this is going to just go way the fuck off the rails. Uh, so Craig, Craig in the, uh, the Crusader chat, he's from Jersey. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. And he's talked about like, uh, like many moons ago, he told me, he's like, hey, if you're ever back in New Jersey, hit me up and we can get games in. But I told him like, every time I go home, I don't bring my army with me because it's just too much. Yeah, so he's the one that told me about Taylor rolls, and he's the one that told me like about you take a Kaiser roll, you put oh, it Taylor, in. Taylor, you just fucked up two parts <laughs> of New Jersey right there. Oh, my bad. All right, sorry. 
it's either pork roll or Taylor ham. It's not Taylor roll. Taylor ham. Okay, Taylor ham then. Yeah, it was Taylor <laughs> ham. And I found out that uh, our HEB about an hour away from us in Rockport, Texas, actually makes the Taylor ham. Like, well, they have, they get it imported or whatever. For some reason, you just buy Taylor ham over there. So I drove over there and got this, like, pork roll or Taylor ham, whatever the fuck it is. Pork roll. With Kaiser, with Kaiser, <laughs> with like Kaiser rolls, and made myself like little breakfast sandwiches with them. Mm. You do it right. You boys yeah. know your your it's, breakfast sandwiches. It's, it's called a, it's called a peck. In New Jersey, it's called a peck. Pork roll, egg, <laughs> and cheese, a Kaiser roll. You either, you either, no, I'm dead serious. It's called a peck. I know, I know. Yeah, your face says it all, man. Like you just like you're oh you're hyperventilating right now. You're like you see you with your with. <laughs> Listen as hard as you fucking can. It's called a peck. <laughs> Won't you sit down with your shirt and listen with your face? Hey, don't bring fucking piss to a shit fight now, all right? <laughs> you're trying so, yeah, to that... you something, and then you're getting all you're like you're attacking me, and I feel like you're attacking me. <laughs> what the hell are you attacking you? <laughs> We're not attacking your breakfast, bro. <laughs> We're not even in person, and you're looking directly at me. I feel like I'm being attacked right now. <laughs> if he left the room right now pissed, like, I'll, give me a minute and left, I'd be scared. I'd be like, fuck, is he, he's in Florida, right? How long, how long do we have? <laughs> Blake <laughs> webcam. <laughs> he's figuring out a way to get here. I don't know. I don't really want to fuck with this right now. Uh, but yes, yes. that's And that's I guess that's what you do for breakfast. That's what you do for breakfast. I don't even know how he got on the Kaiser roll. <laughs> Taylor well, ham. Because, like, when Ryan ever brings people, invites them to his house, it's like the first thing is like, I got to show you around all this Indiana food. And then we got, I asked him, I was like, Hey, do you still have that pork roll or did you let it go bad? And then we went into this and then that's how we got. It. So you took so a pork there. roll to Ryan's house. So yeah, I told him, I was like, I got him a present and I got him a whole tube of torque, uh, a pork roll. And I was <laughs> like, dude, you need to eat this. It's pretty damn good. And he hasn't tried it yet. It's like so. So pork roll is not the same thing as Taylor ham. No, it's the exact same thing. The only oh. difference is the only difference is is uh when you're from South Jersey and Central Jersey, you get you get your pork roll from Case, which is made in Trenton, New Jersey, which is Central. Okay. And he call like Case calls it pork roll. Uh, if you're from North Jersey, they make pork roll as well, except it's made by Taylor. But he like the guy. The original John Taylor, he, he calls it Taylor Ham. So people from North Jersey call pork roll Taylor Ham, whereas people from South and Central Jersey call it pork roll. And every Thursday we fight in the middle of the streets and we we move <laughs> in the we streets. Move, <laughs> we move the area a little bit further <laughs> for, for Taylor. <laughs> I feel like you're attacking me right now. We, like have a fist, <laughs> we have a fist fight in the street, and whoever the last man standing is the street, we start saying you Taylor Ham. Can you your hands together and fight with knives like all those shows that we see? What, what can I do to put disrespect? I didn't do anything to you. I, I, I talked, and I, that's all I want to do. Talk to There's a guy with a funny accent. I'm trying to talk to him. <laughs> I'm trying to learn about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I just feel like I'd be on the wrong side of Jersey whenever I tried to say Taylor Ham. I like I don't I would just be like, hey, get out, get out of here. What are you doing? It's a pork roll. 
saying that shit in this side of town. So I went I went back home a couple of weeks ago because my cousin got married, and I yeah. brought my girlfriend with me. And she's from the she's from the south. She's she's from down here, and so I brought her with me. And she met all the family and everything. It was great. And uh, I was sitting at the table, and my mother comes over to me, and she's like, "Oh, Vince, she, she's a really pretty girl. She's a really cute girl." And I was like, yeah, but she busts my balls every single <laughs> <laughs> Is she is she Catholic? Is she, like, all those classic New Jersey questions like oh, she busts my balls, mom. Can she cook? <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. Oh, Vince, you just, you culture me, man. You culture me. It's beautiful. <laughs> what do you think of those, what do you think of those photos, guys, of the class results? Yeah. Oh, Matt just sent me more to send you guys. I think everybody got their, uh, their money's worth. And, uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit extra. Throw those bad boys on the Facebook page. Oh, I did. I sent it. Yeah. Look at that guy. Well, worth the cost. Definitely going to get an extra come back out. So, loved it. Well, they, that, that's the talk. Sorry, I talk with me funny accent. Um, <laughs> now, I've been asked to, to come back over again and do it next year. So, uh, I'm going to do two classes next year. Um, well, that's what we're looking at. One down south. Uh, no, east coast. No, east coast, really? yeah. Uh, on one weekend. And then come up here to do the second class the second weekend um because phil says there's a number of people down his area that would like to do classes from like the, the early stages the, the one that i did here last year and yep. then the um come up here and do another one a different one to what i've done before that uh, we can get people for, that did the class last year and the class this year and their friends because it's a completely different class entirely um and and do a different one up here, which will be really cool. And then have a holiday in the middle of it as well. Yeah, then actually go do some, you know, normal holiday stuff. Like <laughs> normal vacation stuff, you know? <laughs> Apart from eat loads of food. Oh, that's right. He kind of complains about eating food, but he doesn't, like, he eats the food. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I get it. I get it. He's he's a he's a fit guy, you know. He's got a like uh, he's got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the military pays him to be fit. <laughs> like he's got to go explain. One trip to America <laughs> knocked him off the wagon. It's like, oh, you're going to America? Yeah, fitness test when you get back. <laughs> yeah, that's like getting a drug test after you go to Colorado. <laughs> right, okay, and that that guarantees you're doing a fitness test when you come back. We, 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 we got to make sure you stay on it. I didn't stay on it at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like getting random when you when you come back from Colorado. Like that's how it works. Like, oh, you went to Colorado? Oh yeah, random drug test. Well, yeah, you're you know, you. Now we were talking about the fucking Bretonians. I just got my gr- my grill nights in the mail. Yeah, Sorry. I saw that yellow tape from a away. Oh, it smells like gasoline in Vince's house right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rad. Yeah, sounds but like a great time. Bring in piss to a ship like this. <laughs> oh, my other hobby progress was I finished all my black shields for Lincoln. Nice. Congratulations, Ryan. I'm glad. Finished. I'm happy for you. 
Oh, yeah. This is the best story of the whole weekend. I'm painting my black shields, right? Matt's been here, what, a day or two? Yeah. And Matt sits down next to me, and, and he's like, okay. Because I'm like, man, we can't really do anything cool and fun until I get these done, because i got to get these done. You know how it is. It's the respectful thing to do to get your army painted. If anybody's going to understand, it's this man. So he's like, yep, I get it. So he sits down. You got Matt Kane. Think about that for a minute. And he goes, I'll help you. What do you want me to paint? And I go, well, <laughs> there's eight land speeder bases right there if you want to paint those bases. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just, dry just dry brush them. There's the four colors right there. So I had Matt dry brush some bases. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked That's up. That's a madman. Yeah. So of course he had to take it next level. He's over there like doing the stippling shit and fading it up. And he's like, dude, I don't want that shit. Just just do this basic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then every time he leaves the barn, I'm like, where's my Agrax and Nolan oil? Because I have to hide it or he'll throw it away. <laughs> Absolute madman. Matt Kane's like I, I painted I painted code inside your base. Like if you look at it at a certain angle, it's the it's the portrait from the Sistine Chapel. He's <laughs> Dry brush it, Matt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stop trying to take you to that next level. <laughs> you got those cool games out here, though. Um, I had my first ever game with my Talons of, Hor uh, Talons of the Emperor um, army, which was, uh, I was I was really looking forward to. I busted my ass to get my whole army finished, ready to come out here, uh, and for the Ophi employee event as well. Um, but I, it's, I was really excited because it was going to be the first time I was going to get to do it. The first time I got to see the Battle Barn. So I, I match up against Ryan with his entire army sat in armor 14. But my sister my Land Raiders. can't tickle with their, their toothpicks. Oh, no. So it, it was over by turn two. It was utter. Well, I go, what army of mine do you want to play? So, and he goes, well, I want to play against your Death Guard because, you know, that's what he taught it, me to paint. It's a pretty army. And it's pretty. And I'm like, okay. So I start getting it all out. And I'm like, man. How many points do you want to play? And he's like, you know, what was it, 3,500, whatever? And I was like, uh, okay, well, I'm going to have to, like, take every model that I have. And he's like, oh, that's fine, this and that. And then I got out on my Land Raiders. <laughs> he's like, I don't have anything to call these Land <laughs> It was over by 10, too. It, it was um, fantastic, yeah. Um, so then we got lo loads of other games. I got... Um, we played Zone Mortalis after that to make up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was a much better game. Yeah, because I won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, got me in ZM after that. And and then who else did I play? I played Dan the next day against his Ultramarines. That was really cool. Trading mission, obviously. Um, that, that went really Then funny. you played Mike Smiths with his Mechanicum. Yeah, yeah, which was really cool because that was like a really hard-to-kill army um, against a hard-to-kill army, and it was great fun. Um, and then I got to play my first ever Titanicus games um, against Phil, which was absolutely brilliant. And I was using Mike's army, uh, or Legion, yeah. um, and, or Legio, and Mike had never played a game either, so we were brand spanking fresh into it. And, and Phil, being the tactical veteran he was, took us through and, uh, and, and taught us how to play. It was a really good game. And then I played Phil again yesterday, which was actually even better game we had, we had uh, some some massive uh, tight, uh, night fights against uh, against titans and some, loads of epic awesomeness where i couldn't actually do anything to his his not his titans except when his titans fell on top of me and 
my, my knights stuck their spears up through through the heart of the uh, and the reactor of the titans and they sent them down it was the only way i could kill them was by getting killed myself <laughs> oh that's so rad <laughs> damage to his warlord however his warlord was one crit away from being dead himself his reactor was so high he overheated and killed himself Game. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so I don't, like I said, I, I, I didn't play, but I sat here and just listening to them play, because I was painting here, and they were playing on this table next to me, and uh, we decided to get Matt drunk, so I kept making cocktails for Matt, and we went and bought him uh, apple pie-flavored moonshine, so we oh, kept Lord. giving him moonshine. Basically, we gave him every drink that is full of alcohol that you can't taste alcohol in, and we just kept giving it to him. We got him. We went to a Cajun restaurant and bought him a hurricane, which was just full of alcohol. And, beer. and, and, and then we came back in and I had that. Um, I made these things called Dirty Girl Scouts. They yeah. taste like Girl Scout cookies that you drink, but they're like 50 proof. It's like vodka and Bailey's and creme de menthe. And then and 80%. Yeah, it's, called a, it's called a Dirty Girl Scout cookie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all that dairy mixes really well with all that grain alcohol, man. Hey, that's that's the definition of bringing piss to a shit fight. <laughs> that's what that is. That's a cleanse is what that is, to be honest. If we're really talking about it, that's a morning cleanse. <laughs> that is. Well, I was very drunk. And it, it made the game lots of fun. Yeah, and it was fun to listen to. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get a chance to really watch that one, but you guys seem to be having a lot of fun. What is uh, up with you hosting, like, these instructors in your battle barn and then getting them pissed drunk? It's fun. (laughs) Everybody's got to have a hobby. Oh, I'm glad glad Matt's here and I'm on because I got yelled at because of him when John was drunk for the 3D printing class. Oh, yeah, explain that. (laughs) So... I was talking to Kurt, and Kurt was like, oh, dude, take a math class. You should come up here. And I'm like, well, I only have a certain amount of days of leave. I'm going, I'm coming up here for this class. For this class. I'm going to Canada. Then I'm going to War Games Camp. Can't really make it out. Um, but then we, we got into Matt's class, and he was like, yeah, he's going to tell you what you did wrong, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cool, man. Like, I'm not going to – no offense, Matt. You're great, great instructor. I've heard great things. I've seen great products. <laughs> but I'm not going to spend that amount of money to get yelled at just to get pissed on. And I'm like, no, it's not my deal. So John just comes at it. No. Pissed drunk. And he's like, if you don't get a fucking gold demon, you fucking take his class. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> John squared up to Vince. He, he's like, I'm not paying that. And then John was like, played into it. I love you, John. Love you. <laughs> and Scotty, I know you left already, but me and you talked about this. He was like mid-taking his like 13th piece of gum out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John compulsively chews gum, like a lot of gum. It's very noticeable that he is going through. Uh, man, that's a I'm assuming it's some sort of caffeinated gum cuz I'm solely convinced John hasn't slept for the past 6 or 7 years. I was like he's, I was like, he's trying to quit smoking or something. I was like, fuck, man, he's chewing a lot of gum over here. <laughs> 
I'm a really nice teacher. I, I never shout at anybody. I, I got, I had um, Chris Bergeron saying that uh, he, he sent everybody a video of the, you know, the Monty Python scene of marching up and down the square. Do, do you know that one? Yeah. No, I don't watch that bullshit. You should. I have not Monty seen that Python segment. Though. Up down the square. I've seen Monty Python before. I just haven't seen that segment. I'm just. You should. You should look. Google it. It's, it's fantastic. What is it? What is it? It's marching, uh, up, and marching down up and down the square. But anyway, that's what we kept teasing Matt about. That Matt was the instructor making us march up and down the square. Anybody got anything else to do that, rather than my my plans of marching up and down the square? <laughs> it's uh, it's very good. It's very funny. That's what we got going on here. <laughs> it's... But of course, warfare isn't all fun. Right, stop that. It's all very well to laugh at the military, but when one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. That's that like is why we'll always need an army. And may God strike me down were it to be otherwise. <laughs> Don't stand there, Corbin! Thought you've never seen the undercut before! This is the point. Today we're going to do marching up and down the square! That is, unless any of you got anything better to do! Well! Anyone got anything they'd rather be doing than marching up and down the square? <laughs> Atkinson, what would you rather be doing, Atkinson? Well, to be quite honest, Sarge, I'd rather be at home with the wife and kids. Would you now? <laughs> Sarge. Right, off you go. Now, everybody else happy with my little plan of marching up and down your square a bit? Sarge. Yes. I've got a book I'd quite like to read. Right, you go read your book then. Now! <laughs> so that was, that's basically me when Matt's like, paint this fucking scythe green. And I'm like, I don't want to paint the scythe green. And then he'd make me paint the scythe green. <laughs> but then it would look better. It really does look cool. Matt, what, what branch are you? Let's not go into that. <laughs> I, I left the army and... I was out for five years. That's when I worked for Forge And uh, then I got back into the army and I had to start again. And yeah, I, I'm not very high. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I don't compare to you. Well, no, I was, uh, last year I was training with the, uh, fuck, what were those dudes? They were, they were army commandos, but they were engineers. Okay. So it was, I, like, it was a fantastic time. And they were hanging it. They were they that fucking sweet knife that they got since like World War II. That dagger. They were handing that out to cool people, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm not fucking cool because I didn't get one." <laughs> <laughs> Did you trade them anything? Did you take give them pork roll? No, no, no. But they were. <laughs> I I was fucking with the I was fucking with the lieutenant that that came with that came lieutenant. with them. Lieutenant. Yeah, Lieutenant, whatever. Got it. <laughs> but I was fucking with him, and we had a great time. Um, Norwegians were cooler. 
<laughs> I, I agree. They got really hot women in their army. Oh man, do they? Oh yeah. And do the they ever? <laughs> when I was in Afghan in the multinational areas, the Swedes and the German. Uh, oh fucking hell! Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they're just looking off in the distance, just reminiscing on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I was like training with, like, I went to the, the the Norwegian Winter Warfare School to be a NATO certified Winter Warfare instructor, and fuck, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm there, and I'm coming oh. handy in Iraq. <laughs> What'd you say, Scott? I said that'll come in handy in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> Last fourteen years, uh, we've been in the desert, and I, I go to winter warfare school. So, just in case like, the Ruskies <laughs> decide to make a move, there baby. Was all of these fantastically like good-looking women, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing in the military? And they're like, well, it's part of being a citizen in this country. And I was like. That makes fucking sense because if you were American, you definitely would not be in the military right now. Be an Instagram model and uh, <laughs> making a shitload more money than a social right media now. influencer. <laughs> you'd be an influencer, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you'd have all sorts of sponsors, and all you'd have to do is take like one or two pics of your butt every day. <laughs> you'd be just fine. Well, it's really funny because you say shit like that, and there's like plenty of female Marines that like I go on Instagram and make or anyway. What's up? <laughs> Take pictures of their butts. Isn't that what the American Marines do anyway? That's what well, Chris Bushron was saying. Well, they do, but it's funny because, like, a Marine Corps 8 out of 10 in the traditional scale sense would be, like, a normal 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same on our accounts as well. Any, any woman on a military camp, well, no, let's not say every woman. Most women on a military camp might, might come, up, come in at a, a high 7. But then, as soon as you get out on Civic Street, outside of camp, you wouldn't look twice. It's like, fuck, you know, what was that? <laughs> Seven oh, becomes uh, an average 3.5. Just <laughs> Duncan calls them 10, two 10 twos. That's right, yeah. Because they're a two, and then when you're deployed, they're a 10, and then when you oh. come back, they're a two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> still, still never normally stops. Me. Yeah. <laughs> So what time? Uh, what time you have to be out of there in the morning, Ryan? I know your flight leaves at what five thirty, or that's what time you have to be up. I, that's when we're leaving. I have to be at the airport at around six. We actually start flying out at eight. Mm-hmm. And then you also leave tomorrow, Matt. All three of us do. Yeah. Uh, mine isn't until the evening though. So Chris Duncan's looking after me all day. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mine's at. Six in the morning, coming out of here real early. Oh, so you actually have to leave before they do. Yeah. You should tell them. Then you can't see them. Yeah, that's the idea. Don't go too powerful. Sorry, I'm still critiquing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Let me take Let's put it down until we're done. Then we'll discuss. <laughs> I want to I wanna do like I, a... I know, I know. I'll, <laughs> I'll march up and down the square. We've been <laughs> <Yeah>. over this. <laughs> I want to do like a Matt Kane like soundboard where it's like it's like it's a randomizer where it's like a, like a magic eight ball and all you do is like it's like does this look good and you click it and it's just like Matt Kane it's like no that shit 
<laughs> no, he says, he says, nah, it's rubbish, mate. Throw it in the bin. That's what he says. It's rubbish, mate. Throw it in the bin. Toss it in the bin. Toss it, yeah. It's rubbish, mate. Toss it in the bin. It's like just like, oh, like like 10 negative comments, but like one positive, like, yeah, one right. semi-positive. Like, <laughs> yeah, you've gone I a guess. bit heavy-handed with it, but it can be salvaged. Yeah, this is how it is. Hey, what's how? What do you think of this? And he'll go, "Go get me a pointer." And then you're like, "Oh shit, here it goes." <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring your notepad and pen. Well. Yeah, he goes, "Go get a pointer." So you go get your little hobby knife, and then he'll go, "See this right here? That bit right there? Shit! You need to make it look more." No, it's. He's a, I mean, he's a great teacher, obviously. But you can see I, I, I critique, and then I tell you what to do to sort it out. <laughs> yeah. Like if I could have like a a random like a a random generator that like if you if you click it a hundred times, it gives you positive feedback on the hundredth time. He puts these bad boys on, and he's oh, just shit. Like, <laughs> we had. <laughs> that's the principle. It's funny that you have those and say that, Vince, because we had how many? Two or three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three had three people wearing those in class. Like magnifying. Was the other Marine, wasn't it? Yeah. on the other that Marine. That's like when you're wanking or something. You brought that new soundboard in like two months ago. And I was like, so, all right, this is going way off topic, but when I was in a, when I was a fucking kid, I was, I was like, I was, my parents would send me, me and my brother to my grandfather's house, right? And every fucking day, it was like me, my brother, my grandfather, we would watch The Price is Right. So that fucking horn is like ingrained into my memory. And when you played that the like three months ago, I was like, Oh man, this is fucking great. <laughs> it's a bit so excited right now. Oh, uh, there's a documentary about the price is right. That is bonkers right no, now. I watched it. You're talking about the guy who would answer people from the stands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the perfect the perfect great. the perfect bid is what it's called. Yep. It's solid, dude. It's solid because like it's this dude he goes on there and like basically he's like studied. He like has an Excel spreadsheet of the price of everything since like 1970, and this dude just obsesses. A little bit creepy with that one lady, though. He definitely, yes. definitely has never been with a woman. And yeah, yeah, that hot lady on the show. He was definitely a little bit too obsessed with her, Holly. Yeah. And so, anyway, he has like this giant Excel spreadsheet of every price, and the price is right. And just like has like followed it, knows every price, knows everything. So he can just go in there and like. Hold on, before you continue, he got so ridiculous with it that like he started noticing that uh, within every couple episodes, they would have the same car, but different prices were happening, and he couldn't figure out why. So he would have to listen to the options the show and slow down when uh, the the specific options for that car came out. So then when he would go to the show live and sit in the audience, he would intently listen to, like, the specific options that came with that car. And then he would have to try and remember exactly what, what that added up to with those options were. Yeah, ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Oh my God. And then uh, uh, it's funny because you watch it and then this guy comes on and he's like, what's the price you want to bid? And then... 
he's in the audience helping him out and he's like five one eight two seven one or whatever the fucking like exact price is. Hold and on, this guy on. You gotta you gotta explain though, this is for the final showcase. For those of yeah. you who never watched prices right before, at the end <laughs> of price is right. This is the weirdest segment we've ever had on this yeah. show, everybody. So hold on, hold on. I doubt that very just, much. Just, Glad we got Matt Kane for the studio. Just work with me here, right? So at the end of prices, the price is right. You uh, you spin the big wheel. All the it doesn't matter if you win, if you won the segment after the initial bid or not. If you lose or win, you get the you get your chance at spinning the big wheel. And the top two players, because whenever you spin the big wheel, it's whoever gets the closest amount to a dollar. If you go, you get two spins. If you go over a dollar, you lose. The next person spins the big wheel. So whoever are the top two people next to a dollar, they go to the final showcase. And what they do is they roll out like this giant showcase of like items, cars. Uh, it's mostly like one's usually like a whole bunch of shit. The other one is like a big vacation package, and good one. it's just like just like in the beginning before you get uh, before you win your bid to get actually on the show, you bid, and whoever has the closest amount of bid to their specific showcase wins the whole entire price is right. They win their showcase and they win the money that they get. So it's in Price is Right history. There's never been a person who has been able to exactly name the exact bid, the exact price of the final showcase because it's like within the tens and thousands of dollars. So this guy goes on there and the guy that like screams from the stands the correct answers all the time throughout the entire like 20 years he's been attending the show, he tells this guy to bid this price for the final, fo- the, the final showcase. And so he does and then he 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 wins by betting the exact amount and when you bet the exact amount on the final showcase you get you both the prizes so he gets that and then at the end of it they're all like interviewing him and then a couple of years later there's a reporter that interviews him and says like how'd you do it and he's like well i just guessed it on my own that guy dude, total <laughs> asshole total <laughs> fucking <laughs> asshole dude uh, and then it's like he thinks that nobody would ever find out that he's this total fucking sleazeball that like just I just guessed it. It was just lucky guess. Like sometimes you're just on and I was on. It's like and then the dude like from like he like shows up on this documentary. It's like it was me the whole time. Like, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. like, oh, my God, I knew it. I knew it was that weirdo because <laughs> he was sitting right next to his wife and like yeah. like his wife was like listen to this guy he knows what the fuck he's talking about and he's like five one two seven like like mouthing everything and that guy's like guesses it on the dot and he's going on like all these talk shows and everything talking about he was just lucky he's just a good guesser he practiced a little bit and you're like bro how dare you <laughs> how fucking dare you but anyway <laughs> Oh, we lost Vince. Right when Vince was about to be... Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look at that. He was ready to deliver some sort of truth to the over the airways. <laughs> Alright, well we're going to get off here. I'm going to see if these guys want dinner before... Because uh, i got to leave here pretty soon. Alright, we'll go ahead and close up, guys. We will catch you later. Safe trip, Matt. 
And definitely safe trip, Ryan. And safe trip, Phil. Say bye, Phil. Yep. Later, guys. Bye. We'll catch you guys later.